0: Hi there, I'm Kat Loftus, and thank you for joining us for another edition of a Slice of Pie podcast. You will meet some of the most interesting and hardworking locals living in Pawlings Island and the surrounding areas, including everyone from surfers to restaurant owners, business owners, students, teachers, realtors, artists, musicians, and regular folks just like you. So sit back and enjoy our next edition of a Slice of Pie podcast. Hi, and welcome to our next episode of a Slice of Pie podcast. Um, this week, we were going to have a guest, um, a friend of mine that's in real estate, but her flight was canceled as she was coming back into town, and so I could not film her today. So today we're going to do a question and answer session with me, and it's going to be about anything in Polys Island, Merles Inlet, um, Inlet, Georgetown area. Then I'll answer some real estate questions and also a football question or two. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. So here we go. Our first question today came from, let's see where it is, uh, came from Natalie in Polly's Island. And she said, what is your favorite restaurant in Polly's Island? Well, Natalie, that's a tough question because we have so many good restaurants in Polly's Island. We have fine dining restaurants, casual restaurants, uh, family type restaurants, takeout restaurants. So I'd have to really not, i'm not able to choose one my uh, three of my favorite fine dining restaurants are going to be um bistro 217 breaks restaurant and chive blossom and a casual restaurant we've been to a lot has been um quigley's quigley's restaurant um so we rec- i recommend that a lot so some of the and then my favorite place to go for ice cream is gilbert's ice cream so if you haven't tried those places go ahead and try those places another question is tell us about the legend of the gray man who is the gray man so the gray man is a friendly ghost that visits beach homes before a hurricane and he apparently i've never seen the gray man but he is dressed in um, a raincoat and a hat and he will come knock on your door and say you know you need to evacuate so you need to listen to what the gray man tells you typically if the gray man visits your home your home will be spared from any damage from the hurricane so gray man's a good guy um, then our other friendly ghost, we've also been asked about who is Alice Flagg. Alice Flagg is another one of our friendly ghosts in Polys Island. Alice Flagg was a young girl originally from Merles Inlet, South Carolina. And she uh, fell in love as a teenager with a boy um, that her brother did not want her um, hanging out with. Alice's family was wealthy and this boy was just a common laborer type of person. So in order for, um, the old, Alice's older brother to get um, them apart he sent Alice to a girls boarding school in Charleston South Carolina Now, this was a long time ago closer to the 1900s so while Alice was at this boarding school in Charleston she became ill and they had to go get her and bring her back to Merle's Inlet while she lay sick in her bed Merle's Inlet they discovered she had on a chain around her neck and on the chain was a ring that boy had given her and the brother got so mad he pulled it off her neck and he flung it out into the marsh and shortly after that alice flag died but her ghost is said to be looking for the ring to look for the ring in the marsh and there is a, a tombstone a headstone a flat headstone in all saints church cemetery in Polly's island that just says nothing but alice on it and a lot of visitors will come in reverently to that um, to the um, cemetery and they will walk around backwards three times, and seven times, I'm not really sure, and expect to see Alice. Sometimes the rings on their hand will turn. You see people that even leave their rings there. Um, but there was a long time ago, some girls from Queens College that did that. They went to visit the little grave site there. And apparently they saw Alice sitting on the um, brick wall. One of the girls fainted. So those are our two friendly ghosts uh, gray man who will protect your house if he visits your house before a hurricane and alice flag who is looking for her ring that was flung out into the marsh all right our next question is about real estate and it comes from my daughter mary catherine love this thank you mary catherine and she lives in greenville now and she asks where are young people buying houses and condos on the walk of my neck um so you know that's a great question we don't have a whole lot of houses to sell on the walk of my neck Back in um, 2020, we had about an an eight-month supply of inventory of houses and condos. During COVID, as more and more people moved here, that supply of places to live went down to one month in 2022. That was our inventory, a one-month inventory. Now in 2023, as things have leveled out and the interest rates have risen, we have a three-month supply of houses However, even though we have some more houses to purchase now, um, prices have not gone down. So typically, regardless if you are in Pauli's Island or if you're in Merle's Inlet or Georgetown, um, if you're trying to look for your first home, you're going to spend at least $400,000 if you can find one. If you're down in Georgetown and go a little bit farther out, you can maybe find one in the two hundred dollars to $300,000 range. Um, young people do like to live in Willowbank in Georgetown if you could find something in the the historic district uh, in Georgetown young people love being in a historic district of Georgetown but those homes can be expensive and they're hard to find but they there are a lot of young people in downtown Georgetown there are a lot of young people that live up in Merle's Inlet you know not far from the creek because there's a lot of restaurants and a fun nightlife there a lot of people do like to live up in Merle's Inlet too and we have a few People, young people in Paul's Island, but mostly they're in downtown Georgetown and Merle's Inlet. Okay, our next question is, what is the best place to buy or eat seafood? Well, historically, there has been a place in Merle's Inlet called Harrelson Seafood, where you can go and get your fresh seafood, your fresh fish, um, fresh shrimp or fresh crabs, oysters. Um, and so that's a place that a lot of people have enjoyed going is Harrelson's. Um, I'm so excited to announce that Harrelson's is opening um, a new location in Pawleys Island. Some of y'all may know there was a a car wash, not coastal car wash, but a smaller car wash close to surf the earth. It's kind of a self-serve automated that you go through. Well, that is no longer a car wash and Harrelson's is um, turning that whole location into another place where you can go buy fresh seafood. So we are really excited about that, excited to have Harrelson Seafood, open another place that we can buy fresh seafood. So if you're in the area looking for fresh seafood that you can buy, take home and prepare yourself, check out Harrelson's Seafood. All right, next question. Now we're going to get into the football segment of our podcast. Um, Only got one football question. And this question comes from Bo O'Neill, and Bo lives in Debedee. And he said, why are Tyler Grisham and Wes Goodwin still employed? Well, Tyler Grisham and Wes Goodwin were our coaches, our assistant coaches for Clemson. And as most of you know, Clemson lost to Duke in a big way this past Monday night on Labor Day. So it really upset a lot of Clemson fans and angered them. And Clemson was supposed to be so good and have so many four and five star players where Duke did not, but Duke just outplayed Clemson and Clemson just failed miserably. So, Bo. I don't know. I, I don't, I've never heard of a coach being fired after one game. I'm sure they're going to be given a second chance. But I, I tell you what, Bo, if the Clemson football team doesn't recover quickly and find their mojo and their way to play defense and their way to catch passes, maybe some of those coaches will get fired. It is yet to be seen, but I think everything is up for grabs at this point. We do want to wish our, our local football teams well. We hope the USC Gamecocks play a great game. They can get a win this week. We have Clemson gets a win over Charleston Southern. We hope the Citadel gets a win. We hope that the Georgia Bulldogs and the Tar, you know, Tar Heels get a win. And whoever you cheer for, I hope the especially our Waccamaw Warriors. I know they're playing football tonight, so I hope the Waccamaw Warriors also can, can get a win. So thank you so much for listening for this shorter version of our um, a slice of pie podcast here from my front porch um and if you ever have any questions anything you want to know about Paula's island merle Inlet, W. georgetown about um just anything or about real estate or about football because i love talking about college football just uh, send me a text or a dm whatever and i'll be happy to answer your questions i hope you all have a great weekend we do have a guest planned for next friday and you will really enjoy listening to her Have a great weekend, and I hope your team wins. Bye.